Welcome slash welcome back to the Introverted Black Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Shalia. If you are an introvert looking to understand more about yourself, or you're just a person to look to understand more about introverts in general, this is the podcast for you. We discuss all topics involving introverts, parenthood, relationships, black issues, and more. So thanks for joining. So on today's episode, we will explore working mom struggles, specifically working mom guilt. And we get to talk with special guest Kiara Hyman about her experience and some best practices to best combat these issues. Today I have with me Miss Kiara Hyman. She is a dope mom of a now three-year-old daughter. She loves children. She loves being a mom. Actually, as a professional, she worked with children in like the education aspect for years. And now she's working as a behavior therapist for children with autism. Welcome, Kiara. Glad to have you on. Good morning. Good morning. I'm glad to be on. I'm glad to be on. Yes, thank you. Listen, I wasn't going to reveal it, but this interview has been like a month in the making. <laughs> we did it. But we, made, um, but we made it here. <laughs> yes, we we um, recorded an interview, a conversation about a month ago, and then I went to edit it, and my computer was like, no, I have no recollection of that happening. There is no interview. So... Anyway, we're here. Even today, we had a little technical difficulties, but we're here. So, I'm thinking, Kira, we need to jump right into it because we don't want technology to not be on our side for a third time. (laughs) Not this time. (laughs) All right. So, (laughs) I know that we had a conversation before and we kind of, we were both in agreement that this new mom thing because we both are moms of toddler girls. And the conversation yes. of working mom struggle or working mom guilt came up. So I definitely want to have you on. So I feel like, and you let me know if you agree with this, I think working mom struggle the most with probably mommy guilt. Exactly. I think so too. I really do. Because it's like the biggest challenges, like you deal with the guilt that I feel like a lot of working moms have, if not all of us. The guilt of you got to leave your child behind or you might spend less time with him or her. Do you think, am I missing out on certain moments? Do they need me? Am I doing the right thing? It's a bunch of different questions that go through your head. So I have an experience, like a recent experience of mom guilt. I'll go first. And if you want to share one, you jump right in. So (laughs) even it happened this morning. So for those that don't know, I have a three-year-old who um a three-year-old girl and she is in school and recently she's been saying mom I don't want to go to school and I'm like I think in my head like is she just saying it just to say it because she's not like crying she doesn't say it every day but it's been she says it often enough but I drop her off to school she does fine I ask her teacher she's fine and when she's home she's happy and a lot of times she's excited to go but then I'm sitting here and I'm like dang is this the right decision is this good for her and I feel like um for the most part I could kind of calm myself down I think like no you are doing the right thing because obviously I'm out and about during the day so she can't be with me and also I feel like it's kind of helping her become my own person 
Exactly. I, yeah, I feel like I don't know about you, but I think that sometimes kids. Now we both got experience working with kids. You know, a lot of times kids may act different with their parents than they do with somebody else. They sure do. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, they sure do. Yeah, I was just I had a parent um teacher conference report card time was right before Thanksgiving, and her teacher was like, you know. Michaela is really reserved and sometimes um I'm realizing she knows the answer but she may not answer and I just looked at her I'm like wait she's not talking all day to you because that's all she does at home is run her mouth so I was surprised <laughs> to hear that but yeah I'm like so I, sometimes I feel guilty with that whole thing what about you um I think the I think we all experience like that type of mom guilt um, mm-hmm. My daughter recently has been, you know, stating she doesn't want to go to school either. Uh-oh. And reasons why she said, there's a ghost at school. And I'm like, it's really, there's a ghost at school? Really, there's a ghost. She's like, yeah. And then she'll make the sounds like, it says, ooh, ooh. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, now, Cree, now, you know what? You know it's not a ghost at school. But you know what? It came from, you know, around Halloween time uh-huh. where they had ghosts in the hallway. And now she's thinking that there is, like, real ghosts flying around the school. So it's like, you know, it's always something. It's always a new type of thing to tackle with these, with these babies. Like, it's always something to tackle. It's like so a but a big thing for me is um mm-hmm. as far as mom guilt is um you know, just not having the time that I really want to show her, you know, because it's only me, you know, her father isn't around her for a whole list of reasons. But okay. um it's just me. So I feel like I always gotta go above and beyond because you know, it's only just me, like it's only one parent, so I feel like I always gotta try to you know, try to fill some type of void or something, even if she, you know, doesn't think there is a void she may not be thinking about it, but I it's all in your head, this void yeah, exactly, and that's a problem in itself, but that's another conversation (laughs) but, um, you know I always feel like I have to go above and beyond like just be the super mom, and it's like you know, sometimes I have to remind myself, like you know, you're doing a good job. Like, she's yes. okay. You know, and if, you know, I feel like she isn't, now I make the proper steps to make sure she is. But a lot of the mom guilt comes from, you know, <clears throat> not having her father around. It's like, mm-hmm. well, damn, I really wanted her to have both parents around. But, you know, things out of my control, he can't. So it's like right. that type of guilt itself is just what blows my mind, like, daily. Just the thought of, like, you know, how she may feel about it and you know right. because it's just I don't have the time that I really you know would like to give her all the time because exactly. you know mommy has to work to take care of us so you know you do have to go to school because mommy has to work to make money <laughs> to provide for us so it's like right. that little the time I tried to make you know that- really go a long way you know mm-hmm. during the summer I actually took off two months to just stay I home and right. just grasp and just you know spend time with her you know her yes. birthday was in August we went away on a trip like just uh-huh. you know I wanted to make sure she was mentally and emotionally okay you know I do that here and there because in my head I'm guilty <laughs> that I'm not giving her enough time so. right that's interesting <laughs> because say it again I said it's crazy you know our mommy playing tricks on us sometimes and everything be okay <laughs> right but you know what's interesting because you gave me a perspective, you know, something that I don't necessarily deal with. 
when you said especially right. about with you are um a single parent how much more right. time or how much more guilt that can have that's not something that mm-hmm. i had to experience yet so thank you definitely for adding that because that's not something that i have to think about right now right, right. yeah i can imagine it's like twofold what you must deal with because yeah yes it's you know but you know i just you know like go with the punches i feel like i'm not giving enough time today tomorrow i make sure i give an extra you know hour or so just to try to make up for whatever i feel like i'm not doing as far as time wise so right and um in addition to like mom i think that's the biggest struggle that a lot of working moms have but like i'm i got a little list here so Okay. I'm going to say a few things off that you let me know your thoughts on it. So okay. outside of, I think, big mommy guilt being the biggest, to me, sometimes what working moms struggle with is that morning rush. That oh, I got to go to work. I got to get you to school. Yeah. I need to be on time. I'm probably getting you ready for school or daycare. I might be packing your lunch, my lunch. Like, yes. that, that morning rush exactly exactly every morning and you know sometimes it's kind of frustrating in the morning too because everything can be going good and then you know my daughter creates she'll be like well i want to take my baby to school and i'm like girl oh you're not taking your baby to school i want to take my ipad now you oh my so then that results in oh now now she's falling now oh i want to take my now i'm late because you're still on the ground when we should be yes it's like you know, it's like always something like sometimes she don't do it but uh-huh. sometimes she do and that's really part of the morning rush because girl because they so unpredictable you like it's a gamble yes like yes there's already traffic and you know you're still in the yes. pool 10 minutes later and we still don't have a coat on you you still don't have your shoes on and you're crying about an ipad that i need to so get up off the door so i can go to work <laughs> <laughs> yeah yo i i think we live in similar lives and i didn't realize it because over here it is her um my daughter's father the day she was born went and got her like he went down to wherever in the hospital i'm sure to give shot he bought her this peter rabbit stuff in mm-hmm. so she's had peter rabbit since birth uh-huh. and peter every morning she's trying to take peter to school to meet with her teachers so if it's not peter then it's the tablet i want to take my tablet or it's a new toy and every day we're like toys don't go to school so then it's like well i a peter's coming with me so now peter gets to ride in the car with us to school but then it's a gamble because when we get to that front door it's like come on peter and then i'm like no no remember we made an agreement peter can ride with us Ooh, yeah. but he's going to i tell her he's going to go home with mommy or let's let peter get some rest he's going to go back Thank home and go back to sleep mm-hmm. i say the same thing and then <laughs> you know she takes something in the car we get to the school she want to do that too but now here's the thing with Cree. so when she gets there mm-hmm. oh well since i can't take it in well you know my baby has to get in the car seat you guys <laughs> You gotta strap my baby and she needs her seatbelt on so she could be safe while I'm at school. What? Like, I don't know where she came from. So now I'm taking out more time about more than to strap it at their baby doll. Like, this is crazy. It's just like, girl, the morning yes. is crazy. It's just, you know, you want me to take more of my time that I have to try to get to work to strap your baby. 
<laughs> that's not even real like <laughs> right but well at least we know that Cree is is she real about her safety yes she is she is real about her baby she gonna take care of her Yes, she's telling me to put my seatbelt as well. She here beeping in the car. Mommy, you don't have on your seatbelt. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yep. Right. Mine does the same thing. You know, this next <laughs> one is um when you got to leave a sick child at home because you got to work. This is a right. big one for me. I feel like <laughs> even prior to having a child, um, crying from kids didn't really annoy me too much. I'm like, okay, especially at a certain age, like that's the way they communicate. I didn't love it, but it didn't really get to me. But like seeing like a young child or a person in general sick, that just pulls at my heartstrings. I'm like, ah, right. That, that's a struggle for me. And I know when I've experienced it, I'm like, I gotta go to work. And even mm-hmm. if you leave them in trusted care, you know the person knows what the heck they're doing. Cause I'm like, it's a family member who took care of me when I was sick. So I know she's right. doing what she's doing. But it's still like, you're right. not questioning their um, abilities. It's like, but I'm the mom. Should I be there? Or does she know those right. subtle cues that my daughter gives? Does she right. know this is a face she makes when this hurts? So it's like, then I'm guilty. I'm like, ah, I'm at work. But I need to be here because I don't have time to take off. And we need this job to keep so you can stay in the house in the bed that you're sick in. Otherwise, we'll be homeless. Yes, exactly. I'm like, or we're not only not living here, so right. And I feel like if I'm not the one that's staying home with her, which I usually am, I feel like if I'm not, then I'm calling like 50 times a day, and the person is like, "Girl, she fine. Stop calling me." So, and then it's that part of it. So it's like, either way, you just be like. Your mind just be on five thousand, just worried all day while you're trying mm-hmm. to like, you know. And, and yeah, that's a good point you make because it's like you're at work, and then then and then the guilt starts in because you got your child on your mind, but you're at work, so you're like, how's my work being affected? Are people noticing right. that exactly. I'm not really paying exactly. much attention? I'm zoned out, so now I got that right. guilt or that fear. Like, what if I miss something at yeah. work? What if I mess that up? So right. it's a whole cycle. Uh-huh. And stepping out multiple times to make phone calls to check up on all that and things like that. You know, people pay attention even though you don't think they watching. They watching too. You know, right? Yeah. Exactly. Let me see <laughs> what else do I have. So we kind of talked about this already. Um, like finding quality time. You spoke about that. Running on limited energy. I think that goes with it because, like you said, when, when you talked about. You try to make sure that you're spending enough time with your daughter. But if you're at work, your energy is depleted. Exactly. Daily. Like, yeah, <laughs> daily. It, it definitely is. And um, adding to this, and, and then I'll let you mention it before. I asked you on the last interview, but we won't have to replay this like this is fresh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think with me adding to the fact that I am so introverted, and if I'm at work and it's a, and I have to have a lot of face-to-face time or whatever it is, I'm already socially drained by the time I get home. So then I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why am I this way? Because my now my child needs my energy and my attention. So I'm like, so now I got to give that to her. But then it's a balance of how much a long time do I take? It's not her fault mm-hmm. that I'm this way. It's like, it's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, um, would you consider yourself like introverted extroverted maybe in the middle where like an ambivert in the middle which would you consider yourself to be 
I'm definitely introverted. Okay. Um same thing with me, like, you know, I'm up early with her and getting mm-hmm. her ready, going to work, to picking her up, we going to dinner, whatever. Then it's you know, like mommy and me time. And mm-hmm. sometimes, not gonna lie, I'll be just wanting mommy time. Because oh, mommy time usually come after I put her to bed. But you know what? Guess what? Mommy worked all day. So after I put her to bed, that's the process in itself. I'm ready to go to bed. So then mommy don't get no mommy time because mommy is in the bed sleep. And then it repeats. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's just, you know, you just kind of no, get it. Like, so. I, I feel you. I feel you more than what I imagined. Um, but yeah, mommy time or beat time is definitely on my list because yes. as introverts, we know that is coveted, cherished time. And I know when I yes. get my own time, I'm better for everybody. I really am. I'm a better spouse. I'm a better mommy. Mm-hmm. I'm just better for everybody because I know for me, I could kind of feel that irritation coming along. Like now I can feel it where I'm like, I'm about to start getting cranky, so I need to say something or find a quieter activity because mm-hmm. I don't want to be snapping out in here. So, mm-hmm, right. Oh well, let and me ask like, you this. You oh, go ahead. That, you need that you mental break, like, mm-hmm. like you need that like mental like space, you know? Because yeah. we all all day, like twenty four hours a day, we're you know mommy and like you. I know you, mommy and wife. So it's like a full-time job all day like real life superwoman just all day it's like yes who saves the hero like i need a break too (laughs) that is a good point yes who saves the hero but you know what to add on to that um when you said like 24 hour mommy because i think that what we as moms we don't we sometimes forget or don't realize at all it's not even just only the physical things we doing. It's the mental. Because like you said, the amount of things that we think of because we're in charge of our own schedules and what we're doing. We're in charge of the kids and then add a husband until you probably in charge or know what he's supposed to be doing too. So it's all this like mental real estate that all those thoughts take up that really, for me, drain me. It's not even only physically. It's just like mentally, I'm thinking about what I got to do next or what didn't happen all day. Exactly. <laughs> so we both had this one. I got this down on the list too. Um, daycare dilemma. So let me ask you. I think I remember you. You hit me up a while back before Creve and started daycare, and you were like, you asked my opinion on, you know, how does Michaela like this daycare a while back? So for uh-huh. you, was it a dilemma? Like, do I keep her in daycare? Do I get a nanny? Do I stay home? You think on it, and I'll answer this part for me. So mine was um, after having her, I stayed home. I prior to having her, I expected to be back at work, um, probably within that you know that three month span. However, uh, my health was not up to par, so I was not able to do that. So I stayed home because I had mm-hmm. to. I wasn't even able to work anymore because of all those health issues, and that was hard because I. Um, knew that I wanted to have more time away it was all those same confusing feelings like you talk about then when it comes down to the nanny thing I had considered hiring an in-home nanny with to be with us and I realized after that I'm like the in-home nanny won't work for me because I really need alone time so then I ended up doing Mm -hmm. a daycare 
So I was fine with daycare. Husband was hesitant. He was like, he wasn't too sure. I was like, I'm more than sure this has to happen. But we both came to agreement because he was like, well, I hear you talk because I was talking about my mental health. Like it was, it was bad for me for a while. He was like, well, the most important part is taking care of you. So let's look around. Whatever you decide, let's check some stuff out. Luckily, we found a a good one. But the guilt came with the daycare, not even really from me. Of course, naturally, a little bit because it's like, okay, am I doing the right thing? But I felt like I was really sure in my decision. It was really others that made me feel guilty about not feeling guilty. Let me explain. So... I would hear comments, usually unwarranted opinions from people that I probably, that I'm sure I didn't ask, but like, even like coworkers, oh, you know, you got a kid, oh, where is she? Oh, yeah, she's in school or whatever. And they're like, oh, I don't like daycares. I feel like the kids get sick too much. They don't keep them clean, blah, blah, blah. And not to say that these things aren't true for a lot of places, but I'm like, I don't think people realize how rude they are being when they talk about the decision. And I'm looking like, hey, I don't have a choice unless you're going to pay some bills around here. We okay. got to work. And right. I don't have, um, another thing is, Michaela doesn't have two sets of grandparents. On her father's side, his parents are deceased. And on my side, mm-hmm. both my mom and dad are physically and have um physically disabled and they had both had brain injuries so they aren't even mentally the same they do a lot for her so i would never take you know discredit them with that and they help me out a lot with her but it's still not the same as having like fully functioning people you can always be like right get her so yeah Mm -hmm. my guilt came in because people would say things like oh i would miss her or i couldn't do that i need my kids with me and i'm sitting here like i can't relate this breakaway film is still really good so i would be in my head like i feel guilty what's wrong with me am i not like a caring enough mom why don't i get the same feeling they have with wanting her to be around so yeah that was my guilt what about you with the daycare dilemma um i feel the same um she was the home the first year with her father (laughs) You know, while I work, um, she started going to daycare when she was one, one and a half. Uh-huh. She's been in ever since. Um, after she was born, I struggled with postpartum depression. So that really um, aided yeah. me in considering putting her in a daycare. Not only did I have to work, but I needed that just mental space. Like, yeah. or I was going to lose my mind. And <laughs> to prevent yeah. that, it's like, okay, let me get a grasp on things and see what options I have and what options, you know, like will work for me, well, for us. And mm-hmm. um, I'm the type that I didn't really have, I had one problem with one daycare. I'm not the type to keep her somewhere if I'm not happy. I will move her around even though it's really yeah. not like special, it's not consistent, but I will do so. And now she's somewhere that I love. Um, she hasn't Good. been sick yet. She's been there for mm-hmm. a while. And they do a really good job with her. She's, you know, she's just, you know, prospering and she, you know, mm-hmm. she's getting smarter by the day. And I really appreciate even having the option or the finances to even send her so that I can actually exactly. work. Exactly. You know, yeah. because she's not there. Where's she going to be at? She's going to be home by herself? Because mommy's not going to work anyway. So it's like, <laughs> happened. Um, and I'm actually glad, so I'm not against daycare at all. And plus, you know, in the earlier years, you know, because she's the only child mm-hmm. here, 
you want her to be social you want to see if there's any type of like gaps or if she has you know like intellectual type of disability or anything Mm -hmm. these are the years where you find that out if she's home all day i can't even see if there's Mm -hmm. some type of lack of something or she needs some type of assistance or some type of intervention because she's home and it's just me so i like that she's social Mm -hmm. i like that she's learning with friends like that she's learning how to you know be a friend sharing all that stuff yeah age for all of that so i don't have a problem with daycare and you know now it's you know considered i guess aka preschool she'll Mm -hmm. be going to kindergarten so so it's like you know i don't have a problem with it i like i agree ten thousand percent with everything you just said like so um to add a little more to it i agree i am definitely a proponent of daycare and um for those listening we are both of us are in philly and um i remember years ago before even having um children the mayor he proposed this um beverage tax so basically what it is it's an extra tax on sugary drinks like sodas and other juices one reason it was said is to try to curb um like unhealthy habits from adults but also it was if you are going to buy these things they wanted these taxes to go to good use mm-hmm. and they said that the the extra money from this beverage tax would go to making universal pre-k available for free for all philadelphia families and to go into other things helping the youth for example like um city public parks recreation centers and playgrounds now what i will say is you were saying about being grateful to be able to send her in the fort i agree because up until this past september we had to pay for um daycare and it's expensive it is expensive it's very expensive it's about a rent or a mortgage like literally um yeah per week I know so so far she's been at two different um schools and initially I was able to receive a discount for the first daycare Mm -hmm. she went but long story short they weren't able to offer discounts anymore so it would have been $224 a week Mm -hmm. and then we moved her to another school and like you the second school I absolutely love I prefer this school uh daycare or whatever you want to call it way more but even still it was a hundred and ninety dollars a week so that is a lot of money and (laughs) with this priest and mind you it's schools that that are even more expensive than this but um anyway what i was back on tricks what i was saying about being grateful with that beverage checks that the mayor implemented now in mm-hmm. September, she was able to go into the Philly pre-K program, and it is free for her okay. regardless of um, income. Now they had other right. programs, but it was always an income cap, and we didn't, um, we were disqualified from it. We weren't qualified, mm-hmm. and so I am super duper grateful for that. I love daycare, and on top of that, I'm happy to see that this tax that they implemented is working because outside of her being able to be in daycare or preschool rather for free i definitely know that two playgrounds in our neighborhood have been completely remodeled they've been done all the old equipment has been they've been completely redone so i'm like Mm -hmm. i'm happy to see that um this 
with politics that can be sticky and sometimes we don't always get what's promised to us but this beverage tax has absolutely worked and benefited us so that's okay. what i wanted to add um yeah. so winding down i'm like <laughs> we were talking about our mom guilt but let's try to explore some ways we can uh relieve it because i don't know if it's gonna completely disappear i don't know but we can try to kind of help work on our mom guilt so right <laughs> i think that this first one i mentioned we both on the same page with oh i mentioned this too so one reason one one tip is know that you're letting your child grow exactly so we need to like stop beating ourselves up about the work-life balance so if your school kid is in school or whatever like we talked about we letting our child grow you mentioned something very important about being able to catch um in those formative years if there is some sort of disability uh delay or anything when you have yeah. those professionals in place there's a scale and they're watching out for those things and of course not to say that you can't catch you know see it at home but i think that having different pair of eyes on it is helpful and you can kind of compare okay. where they are with their peers exactly and you know because you know most children in that age they don't act the same at home as they act in school some of them uh-huh. do but they act a little different so you want to get both sides always i feel like exactly yep <laughs> let's see know that you're making someone happy so Although you may be the mom, you can't, it's okay for others to go to your child's event. So if you have a partner, grandparent, friend, godparent, whatever, it's okay if they fill in if you can't make it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what up? Know you made the right choice. So this list, and I'll make sure that I put this list in the show notes so people can look over too. So us moms that's feeling this way, you can look at it and try to relieve yourself of some of this pressure. But know you made the right choice. If you feel anxious about leaving your child with a caregiver, remember it's normal. And you chose the child care provider because this person is capable. So don't doubt your decision. Like be confident Mm -hmm. in the decision that you make that is right for you and your family. So I think we got that one covered. So, so far we good. I think I got, yeah, we good. (laughs) Um, Know that it's okay to let things go. So, like, let some things slide so you can spend some time with your family. And mm-hmm. this article is talking about maybe hire, like, a cleaning person to keep your house clean. Or maybe order some takeout because you're too tired to cook. And, yeah. Yep. And it's okay to decline, like, a birthday party so you can just spend some one-on-one time oh, with yeah. your child. Oh, yeah. And it sounds like you definitely got that covered because you'll take some time off work in a minute to be with your baby. So, you yeah. good on that. Yeah. <laughs> um no say it again i feel like another big thing um that Mm -hmm. really helps me with mom guilt is you know we like pre like we have conversations now like she you know it's like you know the other night for example i'm not gonna really go all into it because i'm gonna be on time but the other night for Mm -hmm. example um she was coloring and i was on my laptop doing some notes because every day after i get off have to do a shit little notes so i was working on that while she was (laughs) you know um entertain with Colin and she actually said to me for the first time she's like mommy why are you so busy why don't you get off your laptop color with me and I'm like oh mentally I was like oh she 
is noticing this now. She's at the age where now she is telling me, like, look, I want you to color with me. I know you're here with me, but you're not coloring with me. So yeah. it's different. And, you know, mm-hmm. I never did this, but I actually, you know, kids, even though we want them to apologize and admit when they're wrong, I actually think that it's good that we apologize sometimes yes. to our children. Like, I actually mm-hmm. told her I was sorry and I explained you know what I was doing, and I, you know, give me a few minutes, and I'm going to color. So we ended up coloring for like an hour, but yeah, it just yeah, really, you know, hit me like, damn, she really said that. So I had to apologize and, you know, make her feel like, you know, hold on, I don't want you to come right. away, you know. But yeah. I think it's important for us to, you know, reason with them too and apologize and it was when we're short as well, and that helps yep. a respect thing too, you know, mm-hmm. so young. So I just thought I'd mention that as well. I that no, that, that's an excellent point. And um, see, now I'm about to add on to it. <laughs> but yeah, adding on to what you talked about as far as apologizing to children, I'm a thousand percent on board with that. Now, when I started working with children years ago, that's when I realized I remember just having a student or something. And I was like, oh, you know, I guess I was reprimanding them about something. And they were like, oh, no, it wasn't me. And I, and I realized at that moment, I just, took for granted that I knew what I was talking about instead of asking them whatever the small situation was what really happened so then Mm -hmm. I remember apologizing I remember that changed me and the students like relationship completely it wasn't strange Mm -hmm. before but it was better and from then on I just made it a point to be like I need to make sure that my students know that just because I'm an adult doesn't mean that I always had the right answers and it's able to apologize and to add on to that with children or your own children or whatever I think that especially when it comes to parents if you know that you um like you said you apologize to your child and you explain what's going on I think that that helps them in the future with the way other people treat them meaning when they go out in the world whether it's a friendship or um, romantic relationships work they're going to be looking like, no, you're not going to treat me any kind of way because if my parents showed me that respect and my parents could apologize, my parents don't talk down to me or disregard my feelings, you're not going to either. So I'm a thousand percent on um, apologize. And one yeah. last one before we end, I swear you got to come back on because I want to get into some other topics with you. Um, You definitely got a lot of good stuff to add. So yes, I know. No, no, some people will always make you feel guilty. Like, Maybe your mother-in-law might rub it in that she uh takes your toddler to the library or something every weekend or something, or they'll or maybe your neighbor's like, I don't know how you let your daughter stay at school till six every night, mm-hmm. like all those things, like just knowing that it's going to uh happen, try to avoid it instead of just finding little things you could do maybe to kind of I guess cut the conversation short, but just realize. Some of these things are going to make you feel guilty. So Right, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, um, just don't pick yourself up, okay. up about those certain things or what people say to you because they're not living your life. They don't know what's going yes. on. They're just on the outside looking in. So, you know, I wouldn't mm-hmm. even worry about it. I can honestly say that my feelings have been hurt more times than I like to admit based mm-hmm. on something that a... Um, extended family member said or neighbor or somebody said and I'm just like wait what and mm-hmm. and and I can remember um especially early on when I was dealing because you mentioned postpartum um, depression and I remember speaking and this was the first time I had, had even paid it much attention but 
um, I had postpartum anxiety. I'll go into it another day, another time or something. But it felt like I already feel like crap about myself. So it felt like everything I was doing for you to nitpick or ask why this this was going on mm-hmm. or say little comments. I'm like, I feel like uh, the scum of the earth. Like I feel low to the ground like a worm or something like, dang, like where are these things coming from? And it's like, I'm not like intentionally putting my child in danger. My kid, and this was the interesting thing. My kid was never in danger in these situations. It was all about like preference. Like maybe this person had done it this way. And then I'm like trying to explain like, oh no, I get it. But you know, this actually happened. I can remember taking the advice of someone um, before about, um, it was something to do with feeding. And I was like, oh no, well, you know, she's not a baby who can eat a, eat a lot in one sitting. She uh-huh. um, has to do, she is more like the frequent milk throughout the day, more milk throughout the day rather than like big gulps. And somebody was like, you need to give her some food or something else. And anyway, I listened and my baby, and, and it was early on. I was like, they said, give her some, some, um, you know, solid food so she can sleep better. I was like, actually, she doesn't have any problem sleeping. It's, she's still really young. I did it. My baby was constipated and was crying, trying to use the bathroom. And I felt bad. I was just crying because... I listened to this person and I ended, and it ended up being twice and both times I was left with a bait and I was like, why didn't you just, you knew what you were talking about and now listen to her advice. Your daughter is now uncomfortable and I'm just crying. I'm like, I felt so bad because I let that guilt get to me and I'm like, well, let me try it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I knew what I was talking about with my child and, and it's not like any of these people live with me and know her schedule. They were just like, you need to be doing this. And I'm like, but nothing is wrong with her. I don't have to be doing that so yeah i definitely have dealt with some guilt or 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 people making me feel guilty i think i got better with it but in the beginning especially being a new mom it was hard (laughs) yeah yeah you know here we are now and yes all of this stuff and even though you know sometimes we feel like you may not be a good mom today it's always you know what i'm gonna be Mm -hmm. a better mom tomorrow so it's like that type of thing that's how I mentally like handle things really that really helps me mm-hmm. at least well that's perfect I think you left it on an excellent note I love that if you <laughs> can absolutely do it better the next day or the next time um Kira I want to thank you again for coming thank on with me for the thousandth time although this will be <laughs> the first time the audience is hearing you thank you thank you um y'all I will talk to y'all next episode love y'all bye Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Introverted Black Mom Podcast. I really, really enjoyed talking to Kira. I especially like when Kira said, if you're feeling like you weren't the best mom you could be today, just try again tomorrow. So once again, thanks for listening. Make sure you check me out on social media. I'll put the links in the show description. And if you feel this content is helpful, please consider sharing with your family and friends. Bye, y'all.